We are acceptable in the name of Jesus. Amen. We are worthy. We are acceptable in the name of Jesus. Amen. Take it because you have done it our way. Thank you. For in Jesus' mighty name we have worshipped. Amen. 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 In Jesus' name, Father. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. How we are proceeding? When we shall sing from our hymn book, we are singing in five fifty-four. One five four. Let us now go even unto Jerusalem. O come, all ye faithful, joyful and triumphant. Come ye, O come ye to Bethlehem. Come and behold him, born the King of Angels.
The whole world today, everybody they come together, they adore him because he is able to be worshipped. Even though if they believe it or not, today is a Christmas day. The day we remember the birth of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Even though they find it difficult to believe that Jesus Christ is the Lord because of their ignorance, today the whole world they come together, they celebrate Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Which means nobody can stop his going. It can never be stopped. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. You are here today, it's not by accident. You are here today. It's not by mistake. You are here because God wants you to be here. If you believe that, shout three loud and Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You are shouting hallelujah as if somebody is pushing you to shout. Shout hallelujah as if you are here to celebrate with Jesus. Shout hallelujah as if you are here to celebrate with Jesus. Come on, shout a great loud and hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. If you believe that today is the Christmas day, check one or two, three people that sit beside you. Check two or three people beside and say, Merry Christmas. If you believe today is the Christmas day, wish the person beside you say, Merry Christmas. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. For me not to waste months of our time. Amen. For me not to waste months of our time. We are here to do what? To worship the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 
of God. It's for the establishment of what? Of the promise of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want you to close your eyes and worship God in your own heart. I don't want anyone to sit down. Stand firm. Be a soldier for Christ. Just worship Him. Say, Lord, I worship you because you are able. Lord, I thank you, Lord, for Jesus Christ. If not because of Jesus Christ, you are not it today. But because of the birth of Jesus Christ, you are something. Because of the birth of Jesus Christ, people in the world, they can reckon with you that you are something. Come and begin to, to, to celebrate with Jesus Christ within your heart. Begin to give him praises. Begin to adore him for what he has done in your life. For what he is able to do for you in your life. Begin, begin to celebrate with him. Begin to sing. Begin to pray. Begin to celebrate with him. Show him your appreciation. Show him your appreciation. Tell him you love him. Tell him you love him. Tell him you love him. Lord, we thank you. King of kings, we worship you. I am that I am Jehovah Israel, Jehovah Elohim, we worship you. Lord, you are so good. Lord, you are so nice. Lord, you are good. Lord, you are kind. Lord, you are nice. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. Hallelujah. Put your children in Lord. Hallelujah. Put your children in him, Lord. Lord, we worship you. Lord, we worship you. Lord, 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 I thank you, thank you. Lord, 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 I do, I do. Oh, my God. 
your Bible out. Hallelujah. If you are scared of taking your Bible out, you can see it from the screen. Hallelujah. I read. I waited patiently for the Lord and he cried unto me and heard my cry. He brought me up also out of the horrible pit, out of the mighty clay and set my foot upon a rock and established my going. This entire year. Amen. Amen. The Lord is with you. Amen. You don't need to cry, cry, cry. Hey, Lord, kill my grandmother because it's the one doing me. That is fake. Hallelujah, somebody. Amen. The Lord said, He will do what? And do what? And what? And establish my going. Which means you have no end. You have no end to what? To what? To your glory. There's no end. The Lord wants, the Lord will establish your going every day and night. I was told that day yesterday if that day was so fantastic. The same way God set the plan, then he will come in in his story way and do what? And disturb and scatter the plan. They say it will take God for so many years, 35 years, 40 years, to do what? To rearrange the plan again. Our Lord did not come to the podium again and he said, when you get a plan, maybe you are coming from Africa, I don't know. If you get it to the what? To what? To airport. Where your plane landed, they say you will come out of a meeting with Rachel. And after that, your bag will be what? Will be coming from nowhere. Your bag will be rolling like this. Coming like this. If you miss that flight, do what? Miss it. It will take what? Maybe 30 minutes or 30 minutes for that bag to roll back again. Hallelujah. In life, in life what? There is a spiritual and physical. Two are what? They are working together. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah, somebody. There is no amount of strength for you to kill down your grandma at home. Face your life. The Lord has established your glory. You are here today. It's not by accident. You are in this country. It's by the grace of God. You are in CSCIP because God.
don't want you to be here. Hallelujah, somebody. If you believe that, I want you to pray today. That God, 2013, I don't want to have a stop hand. Hallelujah. 2013, I don't want this church to remain the same. 2013, I want this church to do what? To be, to, to keep on going. Moving. Because the Bible says, if we do what? It will establish our dream. Hallelujah. Put your two hands up your head. Ask God. 2013. I don't want to have an end. It's one and two. 2013. I don't want this ministry to have an end. Come on, put your hands up here. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. 2013. I don't want to have an end. I want you to establish my dream. Going, 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 going. No end, no end, no end, no end in my career, no end in my ministry, no end in this ministry. No end, 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 no end. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen, amen, amen. In Jesus' name, Father. To go, put on your hand. Hallelujah, somebody. He said, "Is do what? He will establish your what? He will do what? He will establish my going. At the fire, he was in about fifty or forty when he became a, a, a governor of Ondo State. Hallelujah, somebody. Is going to be the year of favor for you. Amen. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. One more prayer, please, to go. Seek God. God. This church. Turn our disgrace to grace. Turn our disgrace to grace. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In this church, Lord. In this church, Lord. 2013. Let it be the year of what? Of abundant blessing. Lord, establish our going. Lord, establish our going. Our going, not joy. Lord, this church, 2013, let it be the year of abundant miracle. Come on, put your hands up here. In the name of Jesus, establish our going. This church, establish our going. We don't want to have an end in 2013. We don't want anything to do what to be to, to, to do what we don't want anything. We don't want to gather together and say, Oh, we, we are there today. Lord God Almighty, let this church be a miracle. Let it be a turn, a turn around in the mighty name of Jesus. Establish our going, establish our going, establish our going in Jesus' mighty name. We pray, Amen. 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 In Jesus' fire. Last prayer point. You want to pray for yourself. Amen? Amen. You have prayed for the church. That's that's an attack. We don't want to see a night. We want the church to do what? To come, come, keep on moving, moving forward. Moving forward. We don't want to see an end. Put your two hands up. Which means you can't deliver yourself. If you're able to deliver yourself, put down your hand. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Say God. God. Before the end of 2012. 
Let your promise come to pass. In my life. Two in one. No. <laughs> prepare is two in one. It, before the end of this year. Let your promises come to pass. In my life. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. 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 In Jesus' name. Almighty God, we thank you that because you are good. We worship you for how far you have been with us. We thank you for today. Even though if they don't believe it, they will believe it by force. <laughs> because it has been written. Hallelujah, somebody. We thank for Jesus. We thank Lord God Almighty for making today a reality. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. We adore you. We adore you. We pray that Lord in this church, 2013, we want this church to be uh, <laughs> we want this church to be the church of a source of miracle in Britain and England and all Europe in the name of Jesus. All the ministers in this church, we want more anointing for them to carry the work in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray for you and I. This 2013 will be the year of going forward in the mighty name of Jesus. Will be the year of abundant blessing. Before the end of 2012, all the promises and covenant of God will come to pass in the mighty name of Jesus. As our service is going over, we release the miracle option to function. We release blessing so that the end of today's service, you will go home with a product blessing. Thank you because you are good. We worship you because there is no one like you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. 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 In Jesus' name, fire. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. Amen. Shall we be seated? We are blessed in Jesus' name. I say we are blessed in Jesus' name. I am blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, the special source uh, for today's service shall be found in the book of St. Luke, chapter 2. I'm reading from verse 12 through 20. Luke chapter 2 from verse 12 to 20. I read verse 12. And this shall be a sign unto you. Ye shall find the baby wrapped in swaddling clothes lying in manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying verse 14. Glory to God in the highest, and on heart peace, good be towards men. Verse 15. 
And it came to pass, as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said one to another, Let us now go even unto Bethlehem, and see the thing which is come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. Verse 16. And they came with haste, and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in manger. Verse 17. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all they that had it wondered at those things which were told them by the shepherd. Verse 19. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Verse 20, which is the last verse. And the shepherd returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told unto them. May the Lord bless the reader and the hearer for the salvation of our soul in the name of Jesus. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Uh, without wasting much of our time, I want to call upon the choir for the administration. And I pray as you'll be listening, you shall be blessed in the name of Jesus. Quiet your record. Praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The title of our song ministration today is Your Majesty. Because the reason why we are here is to celebrate the birth of Christ. And that is why we want to worship His Majesty. I pray as you listen, the Lord will bless you in Jesus' name.
Christmas, everybody. Amen. <laughs> You're welcome, sir. Can we quickly join me into the book of Luke, chapter 2? I'll start reading from verse 1. And it came to pass in those days that there, were, there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this taxing was first made when Sinus was governor of Syria, and all went to be tasked, everyone into his city, and Joseph also went, up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house of the lineage of David, to be tasked with Mary his ex-spouse, wife, being great with child. And so it came to pass that 
while they were there, the death were accomplished, and that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her first son, and wrapped him in a solid cloth, and laid him in a manger, because there were no room for them in the hay. May God bless us word in Jesus' name. Long time ago in Bethlehem, for the Holy Bible said, Mary's born child, Jesus Christ, 
was born on Christmas Day. At the head, the angels sing, a new king's born today. And I will live forevermore because of Christmas Day. King's born today, and man will live forevermore because of Christmas Day. Why shepherds watch their flocks by night, they see a bright new shining star. They hear a choir sing a song, the music seems to come from afar. At the head, the angels sing, a new king's born today. Amen, we'll live forevermore, because of Christmas Day. When Joseph and his wife Mary came to Bethlehem that night, they couldn't place to fall a child, not a single place was inside. Hark now hear the angels sing, a new king's born today. I man will live forevermore, because of Christmas Day. Hark now hear the angels sing, a new king's born today. And man will live forevermore because of Christmas Day. On the first day of Christmas, Matula sent to me a partridge in a pear tree. On the second day of Christmas, Matula sent to me two turtle doves and a partridge in a pear tree. On the third day of Christmas, Matula sent to me two French hens, two turtle doves and a partridge in a pear tree. On the fourth day of Christmas, Matula sent to me four quality birds, three French hens, two turtle doves and a partridge in a pear tree. On the fifth day of Christmas, Matula said to me, Five golden rings, four bonny birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. On the sixth day of Christmas, Matula said to me, Six kings are made of five gold rings, four golden birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and a And a partridge in a pear tree. On the ninth day of Christmas, my true love said to me, 
And a partridge in a pear tree On the tenth day of Christmas my tree love sent to me Ten loaves a leaf and nine ladies dancing Eight maids are making seven songs are swimming Six geese are laying five gold rings Four golden birds, three French hens, two turtle doves And a partridge in a pear tree On the eleventh day of Christmas my true love sent to me On the twelfth day of Christmas, my children sent to me Twelve drummers drumming, eleven pipers, five and ten Loads of leaving, nine ladies dancing, eight maids And looking, seven songs are swimming, six geese are laying Five gold rings Four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves And a partridge in a Beauty bright, west the leader still proceed and guide us to 
like perfect light Frankincense to offer a fire Incense to the dignity night Pray with praise and hope and praise and worship and gold most high Oh, star of wonder, star of night Star with royal beauty bright What's the lead and still proceed and guide us to thy perfect light? Mary's mind is bitter perfume, brings a life of gathering gloom. Sorrow, sight, and bleed, and die, and sin, and a stone cold tomb. Oh, star of wonder, star of night, star of royal beauty bright. What's the lead and still proceed and guide us to thy perfect light? Not be a hear me rise, King of God, a sacrifice. Hallelujah, hallelujah, earth to heaven replies. Oh, star of wonder, star of night, star of royal beauty bright. What's released is to proceed and guide us to that perfect light. ATBO. Jesus, you are the We want to wish you a Merry Christmas. 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 We want to wish
Amen. Amen. I believe we all know we are celebrating Christmas. Few days back, while I was in, in Nigeria, I just said, ah, "Let me just do a little research about the word Christmas." If you look at the entire world today, we have a lot of celebrations. Each religion has different type of celebration. They do celebrate. The Jews we celebrate Anoka. The Buddha we celebrate the birth of I mean the Buddhists we celebrate the birth of Buddha, Idel Fitri, Idel Kabir, Idel Malud. All that, they are all celebrations in the world. But there is a particular celebration that cross I mean that go across religious boundary. It goes across nations boundary. You know what it that uh, baffles me so much? Palestine is a known to be a Muslim country. They are just being recognized by the United Nations just a few weeks ago as a state. Bethlehem happened to be in Palestine, which is a which is the place they, they reference as a Muslim land. But yesterday, all of them celebrated Christmas. At 12 midnight, I was on I was watching the TV. All of them, including the Hamas that they call themselves jihadists, they celebrated Christmas. Why there must be a significant Christ? You know, the, the, the church fathers, when they gather together, listen to me, listen to me, because there are some people that, uh, you know, some people they think uh, it's not necessary, they are Christians, but they think it's not necessary to celebrate Christmas because Jesus didn't say they should celebrate it. And they use all the devices they can use to convince those they can convince. But I want to tell you if you and I can sit down one day and say you want to celebrate your birthday. Hello? Jesus don't need to say you should celebrate my birth. You know, sometimes we even celebrate a, a post mortem birthday. Do you understand what I'm saying? We look at someone that play a very significant role after their death. We continue celebrating them. That assuming he's still alive, he will be 80 today. Few days ago was the time the Americans celebrated the, the, the birth of Martin Luther. That's why the fact that he had died decades ago. That, that, don't forget, Martin Luther was just a, he wasn't a, a religious leader, but he was just an activist. Talkless of someone that came and had to bridge the gap between God and man. As you remember, those of us that we were at New Year, I mean Christmas Eve last night, when our daddy was talk, talking to us about the about the uh, about the conflict of ages, you will remember in that samurai from Genesis to the Revelation, the effect of the birth of Christ was significant. And Christmas just means Christ. The M-A-S at the back means makes all save. Christ makes all save. That's the meaning of Christmas. And that was why I told you yesterday that you don't celebrate Xmas. You celebrate Christmas. There is a difference between Xmas and Christmas. 
It was some people that were against the celebration of Christ on the Christmas day that tried to change Christ to X. It's impossible. And as I told you yesterday, X means something is wrong. That's the meaning. When you see X, X means it is wrong. Mm And when you now celebrate X mass, you are celebrating wrong thing. And the mass that follow X means movement against salvation. Somebody say amen. Amen. You see, either you celebrate Christ that make all safe, or you celebrate movement against salvation. I'm just using that as an introduction. Go turn your Bible, say with me to the passage we read in the book of Luke, chapter 2. And I want us to take verse 7. Luke, chapter 2, verse 7. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaggly clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the hand. I'm going to speak on the topic Is there room for Christ in your life? He said, Jesus was born in the manger because there was no room for them in the hand. Let me quickly do it. You know, there are are some... If we remember that passage very well, the book of Luke has from verse 1, he was talking about tax, that the people were to be taxed. I want to explain everything and tell it to us very well. You know, the gospel, in theology, that is what we call the synoptic gospel. The synoptic gospel comprises of Matthew, Mark, and Luke. This, you know, the synoptic gospels is talking about three different people writing different things from different perspectives. And that was why they call it synoptic. And if you see the introduction of Matthew is different to the introduction of Mark and is different to the introduction of Luke. Mark wrote, I mean, Matthew wrote each of them had different people they were addressing their writings to. And that was why Matthew was Matthew wrote his own to establish that Jesus was a Jew who was born to save the Jewish people. And that was why he traced the generation of Jesus to start from Abraham. I mean from Adam. So that you Jews that you say you believe only in the prophet Moses, you will know that Jesus is as a root from Adam, from Abraham, from David. And he traced it from Matthew chapter 1. But Mark, in his own writing, he just wants to show people of the world that Jesus is the Savior. That's all. So he has nothing to do with the history. And don't forget, Mark wrote as a mouthpiece. As a writer for Peter. Peter was the one dictating. Mark was the one writing. But Luke. Luke was a researcher. Luke was not there. During the academies of Jesus. He was a researcher. He just gathered all materials he had. All materials he can lay descent upon about Jesus Christ. He gathered them together and compiled them to be gospel of Luke. 
But for John the Baptist, John the Baptist was not among the synoptic gospel because John didn't write what he what he feel. He write what he knows because he was with Jesus Christ during his earthly ministry. So he saw it, and that was why you will see in all the writings of John, John is always present because he was there. He wrote what he saw. And John was just left to try to say Jesus is the reason. And that's why you see, he will call Jesus many names. Sometimes he will say, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He always referred to the personification, I mean, the personified Jesus Christ. He always talked about Jesus as the bread of life. He will want to use something to define Jesus so that everybody will be able to know whom Jesus is. And that was why you look, look very well. He was talking about when the people were about to tax. It is not that they went there for taxing. No. What they want to do there is for census. Because they want to know how many people will be taxed. So each of them now need to go back to where they came from so that they will be scanted. You know when we want to do census. How many of you know what they call census? That is when you want to know. That's what they went to do. Joseph and Mary need to travel back to their hometown. By the special grace of God next Sunday, I'm going to speak to you on the topic, the agony of a virgin. The agony of a virgin. That's what I will speak to you about the next. But today, I just want us to ask ourselves, is there a room for Christ in my life? Jesus was born in the manger because there was no room for him. He was not supposed to be born in a manger as a savior. But because there was no room for him, he had to be born in a manger. I'm asking you this question that I just want you to ask by yourself. Is there a room for Christ in your life? Christmas is a celebration of reflection. Where you and I reflect. Christ was born? Fine. But does his birth add a significance in my life? You know today because of Christmas many people will die. I remember when we were so young in Nigeria. On Christmas like this, before immediately the Christmas approach, I will be happy because when I was young, twice a year we eat chicken. Somebody say amen. Twice in a year we eat chicken. It's on Christmas and on Easter, and I know we are going to. If throughout the year we have been eating local rice, today we are going to eat onkubens. That's the name we call it back home there in Nigeria. We won't eat of other. And I can remember vividly, I'm so sure I don't need a prophet to tell me. Immediately they kill the kitchen because I'm the first son, I'm the only son, I'm going to eat the head. I know that one for sure. And that is in the morning before we go to church. And immediately we come back to the church, then the gizzard is for me. Nobody, nobody disputed that for me. 
The only thing that is what Christmas was about. Then we started singing. Then a lot of knockouts. Then there is one we will put it in iron. Uh, 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 you know this plug, plug uh, the, the, the machine plug or generator plug. We put matches there. We put nail. Then we go to the wall. We think that is Christmas. Christmas is more deeper than that. Let me quickly tell you three things about Christmas. Number one thing about the coming of birth of Christ was that his birth bridged gap between God and man. If you listen to the passage we read the other time, he said there were three different categories of people. The Bible talks about some people. He said they are wise men in the East. Listen to me. Wise men. Oh, if I go to that place, I will spend 30 minutes. There are a lot of people in the East, sir. But it was the only wise men that were looking for Christ. Not everybody looking for Christ today, sir. Not everybody. Only those that are wise. Until today, it is only wise men that still seek Christ. Not everybody. And the Bible said the wise men they didn't rest until they saw Christ. I can tell you categorically until you are wise like those people, you will live a meaningless life. Wise men refused to rest until they saw Christ. You will remember very well that they were looking for Christ. The Bible said they went to Pharaoh's palace. What does that signify? When people are looking for Christ, they can look for him in the wrong way. Let me tell you this. There are many things we do in the church today we think they are for Christ that are not for Christ. Have you ever been to the church some church that we say they are doing anniversary or a celebration? Then they will tax themselves. They will borrow. They will be taking cloth by loan. <laughs> they will be buying cloth on credit. Because they, they want to celebrate. <laughs> I remember, was it not 2009? There was a church in London that they have some problem. The authority now sets up some panel to go and investigate. I was fortunate to be one of the panel. And when we go there, we started interviewing them. The church says problem because in 2008, about 50 women, they decided that this year anniversary want to wear the same cloth. And they sent someone to Switzerland to go and buy lace. For church, oh, for church, oh, not for a marriage, oh, because of church anniversary. That one bought lace from Switzerland. Swiss lace, you know Swiss lace now. She bought Swiss lace from Zurich. And they said for the lace to be the, for everything to be as it's supposed to be, they must buy to match headgear. They must buy to match earring. Shoe. Back. Necklace. For, for church anniversary. 
when they now combine everything together, each of them we have to pay 1,100 pounds for church anniversary. So there's one, someone now volunteer to buy everything that the people will be paying him, paying her back later. She went to Switzerland, she purchased everything. And she gave it to every one of them. They all wore it on the anniversary day. <laughs> they sing and they dance. By the time they have to drop money for anniversary, they started dropping five pounds. Ten pounds. The highest was ten pounds. Oh Lord, they dropped five, five pounds. But they bought cloth over one thousand pounds. And everything they said, they said they are doing it to the glory of God. Is that for the glory of God? Six, to, six eight months after they finished the anniversary, the people refused to pay. They refused to pay back. That one now started embarrassing them in the church. Each of them that whole oh, immediately they are in the church. When the service is going on, she will not start go send the usher to them. Go and help me give her that note. And the girl said, if you don't pay me my money, there will be a problem. Same day that will receive that note, they will pack their bag and leave the church. <laughs> so the problem now caused a lot of confusion that some people refuse to come to the church again. They now set up a panel that we should go and go there and say to the matter. So we, we were meeting. Unfortunately, I was the secretary of that panel. You know, most of the time when a secretary doesn't talk, he will always be writing. But on this particular occasion, I will be doing the meeting, we will be doing the meeting. Then the day, this day I now said, please, I, I want to, I made an observation. I asked the woman, does your pastor know about this where you are planning it? He said it was pastor's wife that engineered it. I look at pastor's wife. Do you buy among the coins? He said, yes, I buy, but I pay my money cash. I said, fine. Then I look at the pastor. I said, Pastor, sir, you are the problem of this church. There are many things we think we are doing for God, but we are not doing it for God. And that was why the wise men branched wrong place. You know, I always say it. There is no way, immediately you are in the wrong place, you are going to do a wrong thing. Because they went to wrong place, Herod that doesn't supposed to be aware about the birth of the king was aware, and countless children were killed. Ask somebody beside you, is there a room for Christ in your life? I'm not saying whether you are a barely Christian name. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. There are some mistakes that many of us made. There is no way you can be born as a Christian. No. It is possible to be born in a Christian home. But you can never be born as a Christian. Christianity is a personal encounter with God. Those of you that live in Israel, you discovered about two years ago, some people, they sued Church of England. They sued them to court. Why? They said they were baptized when they were age eight. I mean, eight days old. One month old. They said it's child abuse. <laughs> because they baptized them without their knowledge. 
They baptized them without their consent. They took Church of England to court. After hearing for the about five or six times, then the judge said, okay, because this thing was the tradition that they met, so we can't blame them. But as many of you that is not happy, go and debaptize yourself. <laughs> then they prepare a certificate. You know, when they baptized and they gave them certificate of baptism, they now prepare another certificate for themselves if you want to be debaptized. They started issuing certificate of debaptism. <laughs> that they are no more baptized. <laughs> what am I saying? Because they, their parents think they can make them to be Christian. No. It's a person like, listen to me, listen to me, that you see somebody in the church doesn't mean it's a Christian. It's just a church member. There's a difference between church member and a Christian. It is possible for someone to be a pastor without having a personal encounter with Christ. Am I speaking to somebody? It is possible to man the pulpit like this and preach without having a personal encounter with Christ. A lot of people today see pastorate as a career, not as a calling. So when you see it as a career, only what you are about, you are concerned about, is to know how to blow your career will blossom. Especially when you can speak a very good English. I'm not, I'm not talking about a kitty English like the one I'm speaking. I'm talking if you can speak the English English, Queen's English, and you have a little uh, oratorium. And you can coin your language very well. You can change your voice easily. Not like me, that is permanent. I can't change it. Many people think that is only what you need. Then you go to maybe, maybe London Bible School, Middlesex. You do diploma or degree in theology. And you can talk. Then you have a very big Bible that even when you put it on the people will be scared. without having a personal encounter with Christ. And that is why you can see an archbishop be telling you, an archbishop will be saying there is nothing bad when man marries man. They said no, it is the, it is their human right. <laughs> because he never had personal encounter with Christ. He may be a bishop. He may be have a very big gap. That doesn't fear the devil. The devil is not interested. Devil knows Bible. He was there at the beginning. He quoted Bible for Jesus Christ. But if someone had a personal encounter with God, he will know that the Bible said in the book of Genesis, God created them male and female. God didn't create them male male. If you read your Bible very well, God created everything. And the Bible said in the book of Genesis chapter 2, He said that it was good. But after after Jesus God has said it was good, He now said it is not good for the man to be alone. It was after he, he, Jesus said everything, I mean, God said everything He created was good. He now said again, it was not good. That is, I've never completed this assignment. For Adam to be alone, then I will create an help meet. That was led to created or creation of Eve. If God said it was not good, and someone now said it is good, there may be bishop. That maybe you don't know. After Jesus, 
devil is the second person that have their ears tied to. If you read your Bible very well, monster, that is Satan. A lot of titles were meant for him. Is there a room for Christ in your life? As you are celebrating Christmas of year 2012, I don't want this Christmas celebration to just go like that in your life. I don't want all your all your celebration to be just you eat chicken. You know, if, if it will be happening never that there will be roll call, many chicken will cost many people. <laughs> Chickens and turkeys. The one you are yeah, you you the, you here you may not value it because you just went to maybe Tesco, Abams, and you buy them. But back when in Africa, it is on Saturday night, you will take your knife and you kill by yourself. I remember when we kill, we will be happy. You are taking away the life of that chicken because you are celebrating Christ that was born. But you never had a personal encounter with that Christ. Is there a room for Christ in your life? Let me quickly tell you this before I land up. If you prepare no room for Christ in your life, Christ will be somewhere else. No one has ever known that manger. No one had ever visited that manger. Do you know what they call a manger? A manger is whereby they take care of animals. There are, there are, there are a lot of animal feces, animal urine there. Nobody is ready to go there. But because Christ was born there, the wise men went there. Let me tell you this. Immediately you allow Christ in your life, people will look for you. Even if you hide yourself, people will look, will find you out. No one ever had any recognition with the manger. But because Jesus was born there, the wise men came there. Not ordinary people. Wise people. I want to tell you this. Not everybody still seek Christ today. Only those that are wise. I remember 2000, uh, 2004. We went on a study visit to Rome. From Switzerland. And when we got to the. Uh, what they call this place. St. Peter's Basilica. Pope John Paul II was alive then. We were with Pope John Paul. We had some discussion. Then they said we should go for Mass. The bishop that was to give us Holy Communion, the Catholic bishop, after talking to us for a while, he says, excuse me, excuse me, can you hold on a minute, please? We were in the, ch the chapel like this. Then there was a door. He went out. I don't know why this something just said I should follow him. Somebody just tell me, say, follow him. When he says, kiss me, he carried the holy, someone carried the holy communion. Someone carried the wine. He was the one that we give it to us, just says, kiss me. Then he went outside. Then I followed him. At as I just saw the bishop that is going to give us holy communion, put out his hand in his pocket and bring me cigarette. Remove it. Light it. 
I was shocked. I stood by the door, was looking at him. After I finished, then he came inside. He said, Lord bless this bread. Lord bless this wine. I just packed my Bible and I went away. Why? He don't have a person I can't have with God. He saw that as a career. You know many people become reverend father not because God called them but they know you will have enough money to spend. You won't have nothing to spend money upon. No wife, no children. So all the money that will be given to you is for you. You have a good, If you ever see reverend fathers how they live you have a very good car. You have a very good house and nobody that will inherit whatever you possess. So many many think that is the best way. I want to tell you a lot of that's why I do tell people it is not the population of the church that matters. You may go to a church of 2,000 people, 3,000 people, and none of them have ever had a personal encounter with God. They only come to, to, to as, a, as if they're going to club. They come to church as if they are going to club. They, when they go to church, they can dance, they can dig. They can dig it. Yes, dig it very well. Dig it for Jesus. It's a lie. But when you have a room for Christ in your life, oh, people will look for you. Another thing that will happen for you is that once you allow him in your life, he will beautify your life. There is no place in the world today since the birth of Christ over 2,000 years ago that they will talk about Christmas, they won't talk about that manger. No, you can't talk about the birth of Christ without referring to that manger. Because there was room for Christ in manger. If you allow Christ in your life, I want to tell you, it will beautify your life. Then the last thing it's going to do for you is going to make you the story of the season. When you allow him in your life, he will make you the story of the season. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. God doesn't care about what happens to you in the past. You might have been a failure in the past. You are an achiever for being a failure. Because many people doesn't start at all. That you start and fail means you have power over the problem to start. Many people can't start at all. The fear of how to start is making many people to remain stagnant. But you, you start, you fail. That means you have got an experience. And that means you well, failure at a time means next time try to do it better. But when you are here to start, you don't know how to start, then you can overcome the power, the fear of how to start. We want to pray now. And I want to implore you as we are celebrating Christmas, celebrate it in the way of the Lord. Uh, last night immediately we left this place you know I, would, I was telling us that I came with, with my vehicle by faith only God knows how many times we stopped on the way yesterday before we reached home was around 1 o'clock or 2 what am I saying they say is, I, was, I said you, police will see job to do tonight because people will say Merry Christmas then you will see one boat to this side. 
one ball to the other side. They will think that is celebration of Christmas. Why? Because the Bible said, because they refuse to have the knowledge of I mean, to have the revenue of it, God gave them to reprobate mind, to be doing what is not right. And let me tell you this: until this nation we are, go back to their creator. Things can't work for them. You may be thinking that everything is okay. Nothing is okay. If you listen to the news yesterday, United States of America, someone just went to a very big house in New York and put fire there. How many of you listen to that news? Then they call firefighter. Firefighter was coming to put up the fire. The person that set fire on it bring out gun and kill all the firefighters. <laughs> Why? When you listen to me, listen to me. When you and you send God out of your life, your life can remain empty. Something must come in there. A life that has no Christ, we have crisis. Is there a room for Christ in your life? Do you have a room for Him? He wants to dwell there. I remember when we were young, there was a there was an aim we do sing when we were young. You say a, a visitor is knocking. He said, "Let him in." It's, it's an aim in, in, in CSM book. He said, "If he tell you, he go back away." Oh, he said, "Let him in." Let me look for that song. I want us. I want. I, 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 we are not going to sing. I just want to. Read, I just want to read it to our hearing. Oh, I love that song very well. Amen. Okay, brother. Please, I want you to give me okay. this song. No, sorry, I don't want us to sing it because of our time. But I will just read the words. Please, I will give you the number now, and I want you to project the song. That is where I'm going to round up. Okay, three eight seven, M three eight seven. We are not going to sing it. I just want you to listen to the words of this song. M387. He said, There is a stranger at the door. Let him in. He has been there for long. Let him in. Let him in, or else he will go away. Let him in, the only one. Jesus Christ, the Father's Son, let him in. Ask that person beside you once again, is there a room for Christ in your life? When you go to verse 2, he says, Open now to him your heart. Let him in. If 
you wait so much, it will depart. Let him in. He said, let him in. He is your friend. He, your soul will soon defend. He will keep you to the end. Let him in. Verse 3. He said, hear you now his loving voice. Let him in. Now, now make him your choice. Let him in. He is standing at your door. Joy to you he will restore. And his name you will adore. Let him in. Verse 4, which is the last verse. He said, now admit the heavenly ghost. Let him in. He will make you for you a feast. Let him in. He will speak your sins forgiven. And when at times all are driving, he will take you home to heaven. Let him in. Rise up on your feet. I want us to take that song now, just the one's first verse. If you know it, if you don't know it, don't worry. Just for just look at the words. We are going to take the first and the last. Then our daddy will pray over it. The stranger at the door. Let him in. Let him in. He has been blessed before.
I'm not saying whether you are joining the church because it is possible to be in the church without having an encounter with Christ. You are here at this hour. You want to let him in? You discover that you have been running without him behind you? You want to let him in? You want to create a roof for him in your life? You don't want this Christmas celebration to be in vain. Put your right hand on your chest. As I'm going to pray with you. You want him to take proper charge of your life. 
And I want you to know this opportunity may not come again. You want to let him into your life. And you want him to take proper control. Just place your right hand on your chest. As I'm going to pray with you. Father, I want to appreciate you about the, on these people. The Bible says no one can come unto me unless my father in heaven draws him. I want to appreciate because these are the people you have drawn to yourself. I pray as to these ones are dedicating their life unto you. Daddy, I pray that you in your power and your infinite mercy, you visit their life in a new dimension. Cause them to have an experience they have never encountered before. So that you'll be able to beautify their life. Father, we appreciate you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen.